Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pro Series. I am your host, Eric Dillman, and today we have another HTV star. She has starred in multiple TV shows on the network. She has a successful home building company, a kids foundation, and we get to dive into all of that today, talk about how she started, and hopefully inspire most of you out there listening. I to admit, Anita Corsini. And I want to obviously thank you for spending a little bit of time with me this afternoon and talking a little bit about how you got about in HGTV, how your companies are doing, Red Barn Homes, Rockstar Kids Foundation. Um, I want to first start off and start how you got started in the design world. Have you always been uh, a design world um, nerd? Um, so I really haven't been. I'm, I really, design was not, um, it was not really my, my focus in, you know, like in my studies and things like that. I was actually a math major, believe it or not. Oh, wow. <laughs> so um, I was a math major and got my undergraduate in mathematics, got started teaching. Let me turn my phone off here. Um, and I was, I was a teacher and then I got my master's in math education, actually. Oh. And so I was teaching and um, Ken was working and then wanted to start his own real estate business. And then we were also having our first child. So I knew that teaching was going to be tricky when I had a kid because I'm all in whatever I'm doing, I'm all in and it's really hard. And so, you know, at that point I had decided that I would stay home and Ken was like, we'll go get your real estate license. And I was kind of like, I don't really, that wasn't just my, it just wasn't my thing. Yeah. And, um, and so I, you know, so it was kind of a slow learning for me um, because I'm not, because I wasn't studied, for, like I'm a, I mean, I am an academic, like I love to study and if I study, boy, I know it. And then I'm going to go out there and I'm going to rock it. Right. Like I was an amazing teacher, yeah. but like, so with design, it was tricky because it was kind of like, I think I'm doing okay. I don't really know. You know, that's this whole self taught and there's many of us out there right yeah I mean there's a lot of us out there and then there's some that really have that academic part and and it's so it's crazy so that was kind of the you know I launched into real estate and then it was like there was no waiting in the shallow end it was always like figure it out yeah but that's actually interesting because Math has a lot to do with design that a lot of people don't really realize about, you know, just with dimensioning wise and figuring out millwork and stuff. And that's something a lot of designers struggle with. So having that background, you're already a leg up on a lot of the competition with that. Right. Well, and that's part of my, you know, I'm still even like what, you know, there's 8,000 aspects of design, right? Mm -hmm. And there's, you know, when it comes to you know, making things work for people. It's everyone has different needs. So my, my skill set really is in the construction and the design work in terms of more than like finishes. I can do all that stuff, but like, I really like getting down to the brass tacks of, okay, we have a half an inch left for these cabinets. What can we do with it? Or is it better to leave it alone? Like those kind of things. The problem solving portion of construction. I'm with you on that. It's kind of like you have to be, and that's how you be successful as well with design work because those little half inches, those details sell the design and make the design. Cause if you're off by a half an inch, it could throw off the whole thing. 
the whole thing. And then it's like major problems. Yeah. And I've done it before. So I know, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I've done it before. We all have, right? Absolutely. I mean, we've, you know, and so, you, you know, you learn, oh, okay, I need to leave two or three inches or I need, you know, whatever. I mean, it's like, it's these very minor things that unless you've done it and screwed up, you don't necessarily know to think about it. Absolutely. And did you, so once you got your license and everything, did you start flipping houses from there? Is that where your um, red barn? So, yeah. So I kind of was slower into, you know, diving in into that. And, and Ken was originally doing um, basically a signing loan. I, mean, I don't want to get into the hairy details of real estate here, but um, he was, he wasn't necessarily flipping at the time. So, you know, and I was, just doing the supportive role. He didn't want to hold his license because it just is better for one of us to have that. And then one of us to be doing the other thing. So we were kind of doing that. And then, um, and then when the market crashed was really when we started flipping homes because they were, you know, shooting fish in a barrel. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like there was houses. And so, you know, in real estate, the name of the game is morphing to the market, because if you think you're going to stay in one lane forever, you're wrong no. and, and you're toast. Right. No, I mean, it's absolutely. like, it's just not going to work. So he is so great at that. And I just kind of like follow along the ride and then figure things out along the way. And so, um, so that's when we started flipping houses. And so that was, gosh, Oh, you know, Oh, eight, Okay. Maybe 09. Um, yeah. So that, and then, and then we started, you know, getting into that. Okay. And then how did that segue into your first TV appearance? Okay. So that the whole TV thing, we had been approached, gosh, years ago, early on. And, and I have twins who are now 11. And when they were babies, I had babies and a three-year-old. Okay. So my world was very busy and like you want to talk about missing the three inch details I had no brain space to like <laughs> right and so you know that, that's when it's like ooh, you know but um so they at the time we were like we didn't even have the capacity to entertain that yeah so fast forward and um 2014 is when my son was diagnosed with cancer right oh, so we wow. walked through this whole long journey there which is the reason we have the foundation that you had mentioned earlier and so we've gone through this whole journey right and we're home and you're just so incredibly you're tired you're humbled you're grateful um you know we're recovering essentially all of us were recovering because that's a just a something that the whole family it, it really is it really really is and um and at that point it was, so he finished in November. So this was just like February, right? So we're talking four months later and Ken came home, I'm in the kitchen and he's like, Hey, someone reached out and wants to do a Skype interview for an HGTV show. And I just laughed and said, you know what? You only live once. Cause literally, you know, four months ago, I'm, you know, in a ho hotel room, in a hospital room and code blue is next door. And, you know, I'm watching these children go through these horrific things and you just gain so much perspective on the frailty of life, how short life really is. And so at that point it was like, sure, let's do this. Let's make it fun. Let's have a, we'll do an interview. I don't care. They're not going to put us on TV. Doesn't matter. And that's, that was honest to goodness, my take. And so that's how it started. And then from there, 
we did a Skype interview, which they kind of turn into like a little, you know, they pepper it in with pictures of our family and kind of tell our story and they present that to the network. And then from that, it leads to other things. It's a long process of actually nailing a show down. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of where it all started. And, and literally every step of the way, I was like, Ken, and nothing matters because they're not going to put us on TV anyway. So let's just have fun. And I, so one time I did an interview, I'd literally come home from the gym. Like I hadn't even taken a shower. Like you're lucky. I took a shower today. That's a big deal. <laughs> like, I didn't even, like I didn't take a shower. I didn't, I mean, I, cause I forgot about it and I made a cup of tea and sat down and we did the thing. And I just, so that's kind of how it started. And, and I love that because it started out with who we are. Yeah. We never had to be who we're not. Yes, absolutely. And that's what makes it successful because it's not staged. It's not like we all see reality shows now that are, you could tell they're staged. They're not, the people are just basically a script. And that's what makes it successful when you are yourself and kind of just down to earth. Right, right. And we were, you know, I mean, we were at a place in our lives where it was like, we were really down to earth. Yeah. (laughs) Because we were just thankful. We were truly, our hearts were just at a place of being thankful to be back together as a family again and moving in a different direction from sickness. Absolutely. And was that first show flipper flop Atlanta? It was, it was going to be titled, um, gosh, what was it? There was a couple titles. There was big stakes Atlanta. There was Oh gosh. Flipping the South was it. So the pilot aired under the name flipping the South. And then, and then we, then they, then the network did um, the flipper flop, like franchise. They kind of, you know, they had a couple different cities and Mm -hmm. then, so then they decided to change it into flipper flop Atlanta at that point. Cause essentially it was the same format. Okay. Same production companies, flipper flops. All of them? Nope. They're all oh. different, actually. All are unique okay. to, yeah. And so our, you know, our production company just took it and kind of ran with it. Oh, okay. And then currently on HGTV, what is the show you are currently on? So this is an incredibly different show. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, it's called Flipping Showdown. And it is a real estate power show because it shows you these three teams moved here this summer and there's um, two married couples and then a a pair of brothers and they're all three competing for a red barn franchise to in order to really support them and further their businesses in their hometowns and um, a hundred thousand dollars so that's the big you know the big prize and they each flip three houses there are houses there are budgets it's it's our, so there is so much on the line and it's funny because Ken and I are pretty laid back people, but like the teacher and the not laid back side of me, it comes out because there's so much on the line and these are, it looks like reality here. They're strangers, right? I don't know these people and I'm handing them, you know, $50,000 to renovate a house and and I have opinions. We're designers, right? Like designers yeah. have opinions. And, and it was interesting because I kind of had to walk myself through, like, they're not going to design the house how I would design the house mm-hmm. because nobody, that's, everyone's got their own unique take. 
and I didn't really want them to try to design the house how they thought I would because that that's silly it's I had an opportunity they I want them to have the opportunity to design yeah but they to design and really have it on television you know that's a big deal for them oh yeah and um so at the end of the day I had to kind of talk myself back and just say as long as they design the house where it's sellable I'm great you know, like if you go over, if you're wasting money on something that's not going to work, because designing for a flip is way different than designing for a client. Yes. Totally different. Yes. So it's kind of like, you know, unless they're going to go off the rails, but they've all, they all have done this before. So no one was going off the rails. They were, they did a great job. Absolutely. And when can the viewers um, view this show? Like what nights of the week and time? It's on, on Wednesday nights at now it's out on there's only two episodes left actually and it's on at 11 o'clock and so um it got a little bump there but it's on discovery plus and honestly like over the holidays it's only six episodes so you can kind of yep binge it start to finish get all the nitty-gritty details in there and probably it'll make a lot more sense absolutely and then um, is there going to be any more seasons of Flipper Flop Atlanta or any other shows coming on? No, I don't. They kind of dismiss the franchise. I don't okay. know if you want to say that, but um, there, you know, we, we could always have something new in the works. There's never any telling, you know, in the creative world, anything is possible, but oh, yeah. there's, you know, as far as we know right now, we don't know if there'll be another season of Flipping Showdown or, you know, what's, HTDV holds in our future. Yes. That's fine. Yeah. How about um so Red Barn Homes? When did that start and um why'd you start it? So Red Barn is kind of our umbrella company, right? It's all we do a lot of things home. So we've got a real estate, we actually just sold our brokerage where you know we are we have a real estate team now. And so, you know, that's kind of my more my bread and butter where I'm you know, can list and sell. And I've got my hands in that always. And um, we've got new construction. I've also got design that I do. I do some client work. I have to be real careful because I, I'm, you know, I'm speaking to someone who understands client work is very different than individual work and demands of that. And in, in this season now, golly, it's really mm-hmm. hard. It's oh, really yeah. hard with no products out there available like six to eight months to get like just the cabinets in it's it's crazy it's crazy and everyone's mad at you all the time yeah understandably but oh, like yeah. what can do about it i mean i understand yeah. i'd be frustrated too so <laughs> anyhow yeah. so we've got all these different so red barn homes kind of and then we've got this new franchise that we'll have um where it's a franchise that you can buy that will provide you with tools and leads for having a successful business, a flipping business. Okay. And that's really, you could buy the franchise wherever in the United States or how does that work? Okay. Yep. Yep. You can buy it wherever in the United States. And, and that way this would give you the tools to further your business wherever you are located. Gotcha. That's very, very cool. Yes. And this is the mastermind of my husband, you know, doing all this, business side I'm all in the details and he's all in this like dreaming world well it's good to have both that's right it is because if it was up to me we would just do the same thing all the time you need both to grow and get bigger really do that's perfect yeah you really do lastly I want to talk about your rockstar kids foundation you explained a little bit on why um or 
hinted why you started it, but um, give the viewers a little bit of a background on why you started it and what you do currently with the foundation. So the foundation, our son's name is Rocco. And so Rockstar, that's why there's a period for the K because so it's named in his honor. Um, and when we were in the hospital, we were inpatient a lot. So, we, you know, the transfusions and things, we'd be there for a week at a time, home for a few days, back for another week. So while we were in treatment, we received a lot of things from different, you know, various foundations, food. Most of the time it was a meal. Um, every now and again, it would be little, you know, goodie bags and things like that. And so I knew when we were done that, that this, it, you know, that didn't happen to us to not continue to help others because we had a new understanding. Mm-hmm. I, I had no idea what the childhood cancer world was before I walked in it. And honestly, I didn't want to know. Mm-mm. And most people don't want to know because like the thought of that is super scary. Oh yeah. And it, and it was, I mean, I won't lie. It was very scary. So we wanted to be able to give back and there's a lot of larger organizations, you know, that, um, we can support as well that helped us cure being one of them. Um, rally is another one. And so, you know, there's all sorts of different, um, organizations that were out there, but like there was nothing better than being served a meal while you're in the hospital and there was sweet, you know, people behind the table, fixing you a plate, making sure you got to your room. I mean, for me, that was huge. It was a huge gift and it was connection and it was people who cared. Obviously they were taking time out of their day to be there. So that's one of the things that we do that we've committed to do. And we serve lunch the first Friday of every month at there's two children's hospitals in Atlanta. And so we, and so that's about 60 families, maybe, um, that are inpatient that are fed a meal. It's been hard, obviously with COVID because we can't go down there and serve the meals anymore. Um, I'm hoping that that will open up again for us at some point, but it's just too risky because the children are so compromised. Oh yeah. So, but I've still, I've never missed a meal. I still send it and it's just boxed. And so, um, so we do that the first Friday of every month. And I, I hope that that's always the beginning of what we do because that was something that meant the most to us. Um, I work with a lot of moms in our area. Last week, I actually just went and planted flowers in her yard in this so that she'll have some tulips and daffodils in the spring. She had lost her son in um, like April. It was, yeah, it was really hard, but you know, moms need a mom who understands and it's, you can tell me anything. It's not scary to Mm -hmm. me. I mean, it's, it's, it hurts and it's sad, but I, there's a level of understanding there, you know, and, and I'm a third party. I'm not family. I'm not, you know, I can just be someone who's safe to dump on and, you know, and love them through it. So those are, those are the big, those are the hearts behind it. And then Mm -hmm. we give a lot of money towards um, research because children's funding for cancer treatments is negligible. It's 4% of government money. Yes. And they have developed maybe two drugs in the last 50 years to change the treatments. The treatments are still archaic. And so there's things that aren't, that need to be changed so that children can 
you know, successfully come out of treatments and be able to live healthy lives without side effects of medication. And um, precision medicine is something that is, it's basically genetic testing kids um, so that you'll know what their specific body and with their specific cancer will respond to. Mm -hmm. And right now it's not used until like a last ditch effort when nothing else has worked. But at that point, so many kids lungs are ravaged, their hearts have damage because all the chemo treatments before that didn't help. So it's kind of backwards because we do it for adults, but not for children. Yeah. And they have the rest of their lives to live for. Exactly. And so um, it's an, it's a big initiative that Ken and I really feel strongly about. Mm -hmm. And so we have been, um, that's been something that we've been trying to, um, you know, really support because I really feel like it would make a huge difference in the lives of these kids. I mean, if you know what, you know, you know, chemo A, B, and C isn't going to respond, but D, E, and F will, well, let's not bother with A, B, and C. Absolutely. Like it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a big part of it. And that's, you know, that's what we do. That's why there's angel wings in the show. Um, if you ever watch our show, I started it in Flipper Flop Atlanta. I always stage houses with a pair of angel wings. Anytime I design anything, there's always a pair of angel wings somewhere mm-hmm. in the house, whether it's small, big, and that's kind of like the, maybe an Easter egg, if you will. Yeah, that's really cool. And then the contestants, I told, asked the contestants to just let them know, this is what I always do. I, you know, I didn't require them to do that, um, but they all did it and ran with it and kind of made a contest out of it almost. And it was really, really, really sweet. Um, And they just did a great job. And I really appreciated that from them. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that foundation sounds, I mean, I didn't know a lot about that um, childhood cancer stuff, because I mean, I'm one of those people that it hasn't touched my life or I don't really know someone, but knowing that kind of wants you to fight for your foundation and more research, which is yeah. really cool to have. And it is. It's awesome. Cause you getting support from an outsider that hasn't been through what another person's been through is completely different from getting help from someone that has been through exactly what you're going through. So right. that's so awesome that you do that as well. Yeah. It, it's, it's just, it's what I knew would need to happen mm-hmm. once we were finished with what we had gone through. And it took a few years because mm-hmm. you, you know, you have to process your own experience. Um, but you know, we are now about seven years, eight years removed from that. So, um, you know, obviously we're much stronger and can, you know, fight head on and really all these families need our love and support. Cause it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. You know, <sighs> It, you're turning something bad into something good or helping someone to make some right. better, which right. is the way that we, the world needs that. Yes. And they, they are actually, they're going to air a repack of our show. I think the week after the finale okay. and that they, there's a little explanation of the wings there. So it's really sweet. So that's a, um, that'll be fun for the viewers to know. I'm sure they see them and they're like, why are there always wings everywhere? Yep. And so, <laughs> yeah, there's always wings. What's her deal with these wings? And, <laughs> and that's why. So that's where they're there for. Awesome. And I have a, of course I have like a warehouse of wings that I use, <laughs> but, um, and they had access to all those. That's very cool. 
Well, Anita, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm, this was such a fun conversation. I learned a lot. And um, I want to give everybody the opportunity to go and follow you on Instagram at Anita Corsini. Yes, I would appreciate that. And then go on HGTV, watch the new show, and make sure you watch. I think people forget about Discovery Plus as well. Just go right. on and binge everything. Right. If you haven't, um, yeah, Flipper Flops there. Both seasons are there. And if you haven't had a chance to watch Flipping Showdown, and you know, because here we are five weeks in this week. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you can go back to Discovery Plus and catch the beginning. Awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it, Eric. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to come on. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much. No problem. You have a great one. Have a wonderful Christmas. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye.